W263AI Murfreesboro. W270AF Murfreesboro. WGNS Murfreesboro. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Right now, that time, 814, you're tuned to WGNS on this Monday morning. Today, it is August the 10th. Dr. Craig McCabe, I, doctor, here in town, on the air with us in studio this morning. Dr. McCabe, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great, Scott. How are you doing today? I am doing good. I uh, It was hot out there this weekend. You know, it uh, it was hot. It seemed like we had a little dip in the temperatures but, you know, you just said the date. What's the date? August. August 10th. Yeah. It's going to be hot. We've been through this before. And then come uh, September, it moderates. And October, it, we get some cooler evenings, which is always appreciated. Definitely so. And I know allergies are still a big deal for a lot of folks out there. You know, and it seems like allergy season lasts longer than what it used to. Yeah, you know, uh, this year, they say that the... Uh, Sands of the Sahara dust storm that came over has not only made allergies worse and longer, but also people's asthma who have that bronchoconstriction or that irritated uh, lungs and breathing whenever they're around more particulates in the air. So just breathing in general for people that have an issue with it, it's been worse this year for sure. And it's thought to be due to those reasons. You know, I'm curious if the mask wearing for COVID-19 is actually going to help some people with their allergies. Well, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's a good question. Of course, the allergens are smaller than the pore size of most masks. So the small ones can still get through. You know what the masks are for? This is interesting. So people will say... You know what? These masks, they don't prevent the coronavirus from going through. And the virus is one of the smallest things there is and still be some kind of organism or living particle. Uh, However, that's not how 99.99% of the virus exists outside of the body. It exists in mucus droplets. And so... These things are now great big particles. And so the virus is blocked when it's in these mucus particles by these masks. And it it ranges from 45 to 75%, depending on what study you're looking at. But you've got to have both people wearing them. Another thing that we're going to hear more about with the masks is you'll see people that wear masks like mine. I'm holding up one that is just kind of smooth with the ear loops. And then you'll see ones that got a bump on them, or sometimes they got two bumps on them. And these are little valves, and they make it easier to breathe a little bit in these masks. And so people like those, but they're not appropriate and they're not safe because 
the masks are most effective when the people around you are wearing them rather than yourself wearing them, so to speak. And they work best when everybody's wearing them. But when you can still breathe out these virus particles, well, then you're bypassing the mask. It's like a detour around it or through it. So um, you have to be careful. Don't think that the people around you are being safe for you if they have those one-way valves in their masks. You know, those are the kind of masks I, I sometimes see those who are, you know, woodworkers use to get, you know, to keep the dust particles of the wood out of your nose or your mouth. Uh, so those obviously, I, I guess those are made for woodworking and things like that. Bigger particles, rather. Right. So the, the, think of it as a, a one-way street, so to speak. So it prevents those particles or the wood dust, those kind of things, breathing into your lungs. You don't wear those because you're trying to protect your, you know, table saw or something, breathe it out. Because that valve opens up and, of course, it breathes out. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Without being filtered. So, anyways, when you get a mask, don't get the ones with the valves do everyone a favor and you know as you can see in all the news and everything you hear oh my gosh every day it's the COVID-19 and the coronavirus and that we've got one-fourth more than 25 percent of all the cases in the world and I just read an article that uh, they've tested lately a hundred thousand kids were positive with wow. the coronavirus <clears throat> and these are our kids in ages of single digits so um, don't think that kids can't get it and be a carrier or get infected or even have severe troubles with it <clears throat> and what we're going to hear now that more people are getting infected is that you hear of people recovering from the coronavirus and a lot do but a lot still get out of the hospital and they're not fully recovered. So they will have longer-lasting heart and lung problems that will require continued medical care, just not in the hospital, so to speak, or to be on medications or to have testing or continue to be symptomatic. So um, it's not just like the flu. You get over it and you're done with it. Many people continue to have lingering problems uh, with it, and You know, you think of the country's economy going down because of all these things, and that's absolutely true in every single way. However, there's also going to be the unemployment that lingers. There's also going to be an increased health burden on society from all these lasting cases. And, you know, if all you've got to do is wear a mask and wash your hands, I mean, come on, right? (laughs) <laughs> just don't be that selfish about it. Go ahead and take care of it. Uh, it's interesting. I had a patient in my office. They had a hard time, said they had a hard time breathing with the mask. They didn't want to wear the mask in the office. <clears throat> and they were actually on a nasal cannula <clears throat> on oxygen from a tank. And I said, let's do a little experiment because I've got one of those pulse oximeters that measure the oxygen. You know, it just clips onto sure. your finger. Um, like a clothespin type. And, and what what should that read, I guess, for the average person? If you do not have chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, you know, long history of smoking, if your lungs are normal by all most means, 
then that should be probably 96% and higher. Okay. And so we did a little test where we kept it on our finger, and then we put the mask on, waited two minutes, didn't change. So don't think that the coronavirus can get through, but an oxygen molecule or carbon dioxide can't, which is, you know, one millionth of the size of that particle. So, of course, that gets through. But what does is it builds up a little bit humidity. Again, that's the water vapor, mucus particles, which are larger than the filter. So it will restrict that a little bit. And you'll have a little bit more warmth because your breath is warm. So, yeah, that's true. And you know what? When I get in my car, I take my mask off, too. <laughs> so I'm not saying that. But, you know, wear it in public and just get used to it. We're not going to probably have a vaccine, even though they say by Election Day and before the end of the year. I really think the data says uh, quarter one of 2021. Hopefully it'll be sooner, but I think the chances of that are much smaller than it'll be in the first quarter of next year. So we just got to get used to it. Deal with it and move on with our lives. That is so important. Take care of things. Stay healthy. Wash your hands like you're neurotic, uh, which is actually a good thing to do now. We used to make fun of those people, and it turns out they were right all along. So do that, and uh, you'll stay healthy. You know, keep yourself healthy and keep exercising. You know, don't just uh, sit on the sofa and play video games right <laughs> that's right uh, our number here at the station 615-893-1450 we're going to go ahead and open up those phone lines 615-893-1450 right so anything is fair game now Uh-oh. we can talk about uh, anything with the eyes uh, whether you've had cataract surgery what types of lens implants are available what you've had what you can expect uh, glaucoma treatments uh, we now have good treatments for glaucoma that can get you off of your eye drops if you've been taking them for years, which is amazing. Uh, we now have good treatments for vision with cataract surgery and others that can get you off of your glasses. So now you can see well near, intermediate, and far distances without glasses. And what I'd like to talk about a little bit more in the program, after I assume we're going to a little break, is... Uh, what we can do not only to make you see younger, uh, be on less medications, but help you to look younger and get rid of years of sun damage and other problems to our skin. Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us today. Quick question, though, before we go to the break. You said anything. That's right. (laughs) Do you think it's safe for kids to return to school? Boy, what a great question that is and how worried everyone is. You know, I, I, I've i read several things on this on people that have gone back to school, but they perhaps weren't doing all the things they were supposed to do, and 100 kids tested positive wow. within two weeks of starting school. Not here in Rutherford County, but in another state. And so... I think the best option here to make everyone happy is to have the choice. And, you know, in America, we pride ourselves on having a choice. So you can do it virtual, learning at home, or you can uh, go in and have the live instruction there in the classroom. But then, of course, they got to follow all the same rules. they got to stay more than six feet apart. Everything they touch, and this is a key thing, 
you know, within a few minutes of each other, can't be passed around. It's got to be sanitized, wiped down, and they got to be wearing their masks, everybody. And if we do that, then there shouldn't be much problem at all with it. But the problem is, you know, just like I was out shopping this weekend, and it, even though stores are requiring masks, oh, my gosh, right, OMG, right? How many people... <clears throat> wear this mask like um, those, I don't know, what do you call it when people wear their trousers down where, you know, know, too low, you know what I mean? And they're doing the same thing with their mask where their nose is sticking out. That's like not wearing a mask. They've shown that 75% of the passage of the virus into the lungs is through the nose, not the mouth. So wear the mask over your nose, please. And I think that's happening in schools as well. And so we're not still not doing the right things. We're, what, seven months into this now? We're still not doing the right things. Uh, so we, we've all just got to get on it. And, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know what, let's get through this. You know who wins the coronavirus game? The person who wins the coronavirus game is the person who goes about their routine, keeps their life going, stays healthy until there's a vaccine and gets vaccinated and then has protective antibodies. That's how you win the COVID game. And we all want to be winners through this. And this is so rampant now in Tennessee and in Rutherford County. You know, let's do the right thing. That's why we're struggling. That's why we're so far behind the other countries that have gotten infected with this. Uh, let's do the right thing. And, and don't, don't think that we're over this or anything. We're kind of in the middle of it right now. If you look at maps of COVID-19 and such, almost the whole country's red. So everybody do their part, and we're going to do okay, and the kids can go back to school. But from the time they get to the bus stop, or they get on school property, being dropped off, whatever it may be. Everyone, school and everyone, wear the mask over your nose, wash your hands, do the right things. And certainly, don't be with others if there's a chance you could have it. So it's not an allergy cough. You know what your allergy cough is. But you've got a significant cough or temperature or... Uh, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, loss of smell, all these other symptoms we hear about, you know, then don't stay around other people. Go get the test. And yeah, it takes a while to get the test back now. But do that. And then when you know you're negative, then re-enter all these things again, doing everything properly. So I, I think those are just like common sense things, right? I don't think anyone's asking you that much. This isn't taking away your pursuit of life or liberty, you know, to wear this little mask for six more months until we can all get vaccinated. And then when there's a good, efficient, safe vaccine out, everybody get vaccinated and don't put up a fuss about, oh, I don't like vaccines, I don't trust vaccines, all those kind of things. You know, we, we need to do this for our neighbor, for our children, for our grandparents. Um, just do the right thing, and then let's get over this, right? Let's get over yeah. it. But we got to do the right thing till we get there. 
Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us today. Feel free to call or text us this morning, 615-893-1450. Again, that's 615-893-1450. Time right now, 830. The Action Line on FM 101.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Come by our store, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're a full-line music instrument store with well over 5,000 square feet packed with great instruments in every category. In guitars, we're your local dealer for the two top acoustic guitar brands in the world, Martin and Taylor. We've got the best selection and prices anywhere in the state of Tennessee on these. This is Dave Kivanemi at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro. 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. This portion of the show brought to you by Mapco. How do you feel about two for three dollar Lay's or Cheetos? What about regular M&Ms for only a dollar? These are just a handful of the sweet deals you'll find right now at Mapco. You'll be surprised how they always have great deals for your everyday cravings. And don't forget to download their My Rewards mobile app to earn points toward items like ice-cold fountain drinks and even fuel. The app is available for both iPhones and Androids. Stop by and save at your local Mapco today. Hey guys, I'm Marcellus from Bubba Gandy Seafood, the freshest seafood in town with a new delivery every single week. Veteran owned and operated by a U.S. Navy shipmate. You could say he knows the ocean well. Bubba Gandy Seafood on Memorial Boulevard across from the Sportscom. This portion of the show brought to you by Mapco. How do you feel about two for three dollar Lay's or Cheetos? What about regular M&M's for only a dollar? These are just a handful of the sweet deals you'll find right now at Mapco. You'll be surprised how they always have great deals for your everyday cravings. And don't forget to download their My Rewards mobile app to earn points toward items like ice-cold fountain drinks and even fuel. The app is available for both iPhones and Androids. Stop by and save at your local Mapco today. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's Place to Talk. That time right now, 8.32. Today, Monday, August the 10th, we're on the air this morning with Dr. Craig McCabe, and we're going to go ahead and take another phone call here. Good morning. You're on WGNS. Go ahead. Hi, uh, this is Rich Patterson calling, and uh, I am a uh, patient of Dr. McCabe's and just received um, one of the high-tech lenses uh, for cataract um, problems. And I just wanted to call and just, uh, you know, talk a little bit about my experience with it and um, how happy I am, at least at this point, with uh, with the lenses. Well, great. So tell us, uh, thanks for calling. Tell us uh, what your vision was like before the surgery, how you knew you were having some issues. Well, um, my uh, vision had been going down, you know, each year and... Uh, at night, my vision at night was uh, was really terrible. And plus, when a car came from the opposite direction, uh, I was pretty much blinded and had to look at that um, white line on the right side of the road because I could not see in, in front of me to uh, uh, steer the car. So I, I, I kind of knew that I really needed to have it done. Uh, I was a little bit nervous about it because anytime. Uh, somebody fools with your eyes, you just, you know, it mm-hmm. just makes me nervous. Yeah, me too. And, uh, <laughs> when you, 
you, you do it what you know 25 30 times a week right <laughs> right 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 but i still don't like people coming at my eyes so i, I know exactly oh. how that feels to be on the other side so so, so how'd you find out about our office well uh a, a couple ways uh uh, I asked around, and uh, I moved here from Bowling Green, and uh, I've been seeing an ophthalmologist, uh, I don't know, since I was eight, uh, because I have uh, some other issues with the eye. And uh, so I was looking for an ophthalmologist. I asked around, and uh, your name came up several times, so uh, I made an appointment. Well, great, great. And uh, so then we talked about the cataracts. We talked about the different options you have available, and you chose to get the uh, latest, most high-tech one, which is the multi-powered lens implants that give you vision from near to far, correct? Correct. And what was Uh, it like to go through the procedure? Well, uh, it was a whole lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Um, You know, after the first eye done, I virtually had no pain. I mean, there was a little uh, scratchiness in the eye mm-hmm. uh, at first, uh, not a lot, but a little. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the instructions said, you know, take some uh, Tylenol if, if you have any pain. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to take any Tylenol. I, I had zero pain. And then on the second eye, same thing, uh, absolutely zero pain. And, and even on the second eye, uh, very little, if any, scratchiness. Well, that's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And you kind of know what to expect a little bit when you have the second eye done. And so what's your yeah. vision like now? Well, no, the interesting thing is um, uh, I was sitting here last night, and I was just thinking about it. There, I, Here I am sitting on the couch reading a book mm-hmm. without glasses. Yes. I mean, I could I could see the print and, and, and read the book. And uh, I, I picked up a magazine, and I was reading the magazine. Now, on the tablet, you can make it bigger. I call it bigger eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can you can make the letters bigger. Uh, but in a magazine or a book or a newspaper or whatever, you can't. And so I was able to see him. And uh, my second eye, I'm, what, four days out? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I expect that to get uh, a little better. I mean, it was a little bit of a struggle in um, the magazine because the print was so small. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to get better because that eye seems to be getting better each day. Yeah, it's interesting. With these high-tech lenses, this is the one called Panoptics by Alcon, which is the first trifocal lens that uh, is on the market in the United States. This... this uh, these lens implants, they get better with time. Not that the lens implant gets better, but your vision gets better, and it's actually the processing done in the vision cortex in the back of your brain. You know, your eyeballs are in the front of your head. This is in the back of your head. And that processing learns to kind of make 1 plus 1 equals 3. In other words, it helps each eye out, sums it up together, gets rid of what it thinks is not correct vision data, and you learn to see better. And the studies have shown that people see better after both eyes are done at one month than they do at one week and better at three months than they do at one month. And so you're describing just like the textbook reads exactly. And uh, tell us so 
when did you first start to wear glasses? I started probably in the third grade, so I was, what, seven or eight years old? And uh, I kept telling my mother that I can't see the board. You know, the writing on the chalkboard, I can't see it. And um, she finally took me to a uh, an eye doctor, and mm-hmm. we figured out that we need that I needed glasses. And uh, so I've been wearing glasses since I don't know seven or eight, and I'm over seventy, so that's um, a few years. That's a few. And uh, and now I had contact. I had contacts in there for a while, mm-hmm. um, but. I've had to had have some kind of correction since about age seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And now, how do you and do? Now I'm walking around uh, without any glasses, and I have to say it's kind of funny because I keep reaching for them. <laughs> those with those eye drops that we have to put in. Right. Well, right. I re- I reach up to take my glasses off so I can put the eye drops in, and there's no glasses there. <laughs> you know, it's just a reflex action for, you know, how many yeah. years. Yeah. Of, well, I'll tell uh, you, when you come back to your next appointment, I've got a box at our office for the Lions Club. And we we take all our patients who have fortunately done as well as you, and we have them put their glasses in there, and then we donate to the Lions Club uh, so that other people less fortunate who need a pair of glasses and can't afford them, they can get them something close. Oh, good. You know, I've been looking for a, good, uh, a new home because I, I do have several pairs that um, uh, I don't need anymore. Well, that's wonderful. You can help several people. And I want to thank you for calling in so much. So many people are just scared to go to the eye doctor, let alone get a procedure done. And I'm sure it's uh, reassuring, uh, confidence building to hear someone like you call in and say, you know, it wasn't that bad, and this is as good as my vision's been in a long, long time. Uh, as far back as I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's wonderful. Uh, thanks for your time, and I hope you have a great week. Okay, you too. All right, bye-bye. What a cool story. I, I mean, to be able to take those glasses off for the first time and not worry about wearing them, but he's been wearing glasses since, what, six years old? Seven, yeah. And, and you know, this is why it's so much fun to be an eye doctor, because the technology is so good now. We can help people get out of their glasses. Uh, we have a, a new technique now for people with glaucoma that we can inject a little medicine pellet that is tiny, 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 tiny small through a tiny, tiny, tiny needle in the front part of your eye takes literally four to five seconds and you don't have to use your glaucoma drops for four months and half of the people that get this done six months and in a third of the people that get this done a whole year so we have these great things to help people with uh, that are you know minimally invasive minimal uh, risks and that have a large benefit to having that procedure done. And the same thing we have now is we have treatments for the skin of your face. So not only do we want you to see young, we want you to look younger too and get rid of a lot of that sun damage, 
Maybe you've got dark spots. Maybe you've got red spots. Maybe you've got blood vessels. Uh, people who have acne rosacea, uh, other conditions, uh, typically have these discolorations, whether it be red or brown on their face. Even wrinkles, even scar tissue, uh, we can now treat in our office uh, with the latest technology. And so this is something that we do on a Friday afternoon. And to be honest with you, your face is a little red, almost like a sunburn for 24 hours. And then after that, it starts to get better and better. And you can still go about your business and do everything you want on the weekend. Um, Go back to work on Monday, no restrictions. And uh, we just want you to not suntan or use any strong suntanning lotions or something like that on your face. We always want you to use uh, sunblock. But uh, you can now have these things done. And um, I actually, and my patients will tell you this, I'll do just about everything we have in our office on myself before I recommend it to my patients. And uh, so I went to a meeting with training and everything like this in Boston, and I used to have just a ton of skin damage on the back of my hands from playing golf and fishing and tennis really since I was about six years old, and they're almost virtually gone, as you can see there. And so now I'm a true believer in this technology because it's worked on me, and we're using it on our uh, staff now. And so anyone else that would like to have really a significant improvement in these things, including wrinkles, scar tissues, all kinds of things, uh, come in for a consultation at our office and I think you'll be very happy with the results. Very amazing stuff. I mean, it's amazing what can be done these days. Yeah, I mean, we at our office, we just try to invest in the best technology that there is. Like, this one is the only one that has a skin melanin reader, which is a little thing that tells how much pigment there is in your skin. Mm-hmm. And by knowing these values, and it's actually Bluetoothed over to the laser machine, it... Uh, greatly reduces the risk of having any burning or damage to the tissue from the laser, makes it a much safer procedure, and we're glad to uh, offer that to the people here in Rutherford County. Dr. Craig McCabe with us this morning. Our number is 615-893-1450. Here's a text message. My grandmother is age 67 and has been diagnosed with macular degeneration. Is there a way to cure this? So, like so many diseases of getting older, for example, uh, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, um, rheumatoid arthritis, other things like this, we do not have a cure for them. But we have very good treatments for them, which either dramatically slow it down to such a slow rate that our goal is for you to keep your vision the rest of your life. The key, though, is getting diagnosed and treated early rather than later. And as I've mentioned on the show before, the statistics are overwhelming. If you're 50 years and older, one out of 10 people have this. If you're listening now, you're 50 years or older, have you had an eye exam in the last year? 
I mean, a, a thorough dilated eye exam, not just where you go in to get glasses, but a medical eye exam. And then the second thing is that when, uh, if we look at a group of people 75 years or older, it's one out of every three people. One out of every three. It becomes one of the most important public health problems in our country. So uh, start the treatments for it to slow it down as early as possible, and that'll be one of the best investments you can make because the chances of it happening to you, one out of three, you know, most people now live past 75. So this becomes of a significant probability. And it's, it's easy just to start off of taking the macular degeneration vitamins that are the right mixture of that for you and uh, going on the Mediterranean diet, which we've talked about before on the show. Those two things each cause a significant decrease in the risk of you going from the dry form, which is the less severe, to the severe form, which is the wet or exudative form of macular degeneration. And then you have to have treatments every month, starting out with injections of medicine that try to prevent the blood vessels from growing and leaking in the eye. But if we can stop it sooner, slow it down sooner, then that's good for everyone. So that's another thing today. If you haven't had an eye exam in over a year and you have any issues with your vision, go get your eyes checked. Yeah, it takes two, three hours out of one day, out of a whole year of your life each year. But how important is your vision to you, right? Pretty much just about as important as anything there is and a lot more important than most things. So get that taken care of. Make sure you're in great shape, you know. And if you spend those three hours and at the end of it the doctor says, look, I've got nothing but great news for you. There's no glaucoma. There's no diabetes. There's no macular degeneration. There's no tumors or infections. You're, you don't have cataracts or you have just the start of cataracts. It's going to be several years. Then you know what? You need to celebrate because that's one of the best things you could have been told that day. And uh, just look at it like that, like everything else. Get a regular physical exam for the rest of your body once a year, and, you know, you'll, you'll be doing well. So um, I guess a stitch in time saves nine, an ounce of prevention's worth a pound of cure, those kind of things. And if we can treat these things that don't have a cure but they're chronically progressive, if we can start them early, then we can reduce the risk of many, many people progressing to the worst forms. Dr. Craig McCabe with us this morning. I'm curious, when a new patient comes to you and they're going over, you know, well, over the past X amount of years, I've had this, this, and this going on, because you're, you know, you're trying to get to know, I guess, their background, their medical background, and what, you know, they may have going on in addition to the eyes, because I think everything kind of goes together. As you mentioned before, sometimes you're able to diagnose other problems through the eyes once you put together all the information that somebody gives you. But how often does that happen? You, you know, um, it's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, if, if you continue to have issues and you, you don't seem to be making much progress with one physician, go get a second opinion, you know, and that first physician should welcome that because they need a little help with that situation as it is. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I had a uh, patient come to me, uh, this was a few months back, but they were um, 
you know, the the lead uh, nurse for a prominent doctor here in town, and they had been to see primary care, uh, neurologist, had radiology scans done, and we talked about her situation and her intermittent vision loss and everything. I said, you know, this really sounds to me like it could be something more. And she said, why? And I said, well, you know, there's many things in the differential. And one of the things up there, considering your situation, is um, multiple sclerosis, optic neuritis, which is associated with it. She said, oh, I've had these scans of one of these doctors, and they've ruled that out. And I said, well, if you don't mind, let me, let me, let me just take a look at those myself. And then I'll feel more confident about it, too. And I looked at it, and I said, nah, I kind of think there's a little smidgen something there where that definitely needs to be worked up. And I sent her to a, for a high-res MRI to Vanderbilt and <clears throat> to see another uh, neurologist there that specializes in MS. And, uh, indeed, uh, they uh, looked at the testing and agreed with me, and now she's on treatment for it. And again, this early diagnosis and treatment uh, is so important in these things that are chronic, progressive, and difficult to treat. So, uh, you know, it's like never give up. (laughs) You know, I never quit. And um, sometimes you just have to, uh, for some of these difficult things, or to try to diagnose them at an earlier stage, you may have to get several different not only doctors, but in different specialties to take a look at it to help you out with that. And now that's not the common thing. The common thing is people come in and it's it's pretty obvious what they have. And then there's ones that come in and it's less obvious. And then some that are even less than that. And, and so it just depends. But uh, it's always worth it to get another opinion if you're not progressing the way you think you should or you want to and sometimes it's just confidence inspiring when you go somewhere else and they say you know what i've looked at this thoroughly i agree exactly uh with the first doctor that's looked at this and you're being treated appropriately and i think you should feel good about that and that reassures you and makes you feel better on some things that are some difficult things to take care of so uh Anyways, I know it feels like I'm on a soapbox today. I don't mean to be like that. I apologize for that. But I I just want everyone to get the best care possible and try to do the best they can, whether it is with their eyes or other problems as well. Right now that time, 8.53, you're tuned to WGNS. Dr. Craig McCabe with us this morning. I'm going to take a very short break, but when we come back, we have a text message here. That I'll go ahead and read it to you before we go to the break, but... It says, my left eye seems to water constantly, wake in the morning with lots of matting. It doesn't want to stay open completely. So that is a question that we'll get to, I guess, whenever we come right back. Time right now, 8.53. Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us this morning. This is Peter Demas, and I invite your family to come and join our family back at Demas's Restaurants. One of the things that we have always done is we've been very careful with the way that we sanitize our tables. We have mandatory hand-washing stations. Our employees are required to wear masks. We are just overall just being very careful with everything that we are doing and the way we handle food, the way we handle plates to ensure everybody's safety as they return and start enjoying the dining room experience again. Demas's Restaurants on Broad Street in Murfreesboro. 
Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. COVID-19 has changed our world. And First National Bank of Murfreesboro is here to help you. We want to help you and our staff stay healthy and safe. I'm Shelly Rigsby, manager of First National Bank of Murfreesboro. And I'm Amanda Gentry. And that's why we're here encouraging the use of digital products in our drive-up windows. First National Bank of Murfreesboro at 2230 Mercury Boulevard. Now a part of the Capstar Bank family. Member FDIC. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us this morning. And the question that we had right before that break was, left eye watering a lot, wake up and can't completely open it. So what in the world could that be? Hmm. What could it be? Can you all... Who's listening to us now? Can you think, what could that be? Think of it for yourself. Help me out here. I, I would say normal. I, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? No, it's no not, not, normal. not normal. Not normal. Okay. No, no. Walk around like Your a Your wife hits you in the middle of the night. Hey, where's my coffee this morning? <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, it, it can be from various things. So the tear system, let's talk about that. The tears run from the lacrimal gland, which is up under the eyebrow on the side and then they go through little ducts that uh, are excreted as we blink and it washes across our eye and drains into little tiny holes little openings in our eyelids by our nose called the tear ducts and those drain down through our nose to the back of our throat so usually as we get older our glands don't work as well. It's not like they work better than they did when we were 20, right? <clears throat> so what could cause too much moisture? Well, you could have a defect in the drain, right? Just like if your bathtub drain was clogged or your kitchen sink was clogged. Well, then the water would back up and it'd overflow out of your eye down your cheek. So you could have what's called a nasal lacrimal duct obstruction or a blockage in the tear duct. And so the water can't get out and it backs up. That's one reason. Uh, another reason could be, and here's the hint in the story. You've got to read the sentence, right? Just like taking a test. Their eyes stuck together in the morning. Now, l- your eye needs lubrication for that eyelid to blink across it smoothly. So if it gets too dry, yep, it's stuck there onto the eyeball. So uh, you can have a dry eye problem. And that can stick your eyelids together. But they say, Doc, how can I have a dry eye problem if I've got too much moisture? And the reason is, which everybody says this to me when I talk to them about that, is because the dryness causes irritation. And what does your eye do whenever it's irritated, no matter what the, the initial irritation is, whether it's allergies or an eyelash or a scratch or an infection? It waters, right? Mm-hmm. It's trying to flush out that irritation. That's the only protective mechanism that your eye has is to try to water out, tear out, wash out that irritation. So dryness can actually cause it. Uh, another thing is allergies, right? We're now past kind of the flowers and the trees and we're into the grasses 
which is the worst time for me because that's ragweed. And, boy, if I even look at a picture of ragweed, I start sneezing. So that that can do it. And, uh, you know, fortunately along this line, the best uh, prescription medicine is now over-the-counter. So you can get it at the drugstore called Pataday. Uh, anyways, if you got eye allergies, check it out. Then um, other things are maybe there's a little infection in the eye, as we talked about, called a corneal ulcer. And if you're a contact lens wearer or you're working in a dusty environment, that is a real probability. So there's all these things. And I guess the answer is we can't diagnose it over the radio. <laughs> so, uh, you know, call us up. Give us a call. We'd love to see you. If not, see some other um, ophthalmologist or eye care practitioner and uh, get this fixed because, you know, it's 2020, right? We we don't have to put up with these minor anu- uh, annoyances. We can take care of them now. We've got about 50 seconds left. So, Dr. <clears throat> McCabe, tell us where you're located. Well, we are right there off the corner of Heritage Park and Memorial, one light up from Northfield and Memorial, uh, just behind the bank there. Can't miss us. We'd uh, love to see you. And please vote for us again in the Ruthies. Uh, We're up for that again this year. And I appreciate everyone that's called in and listened. Uh, We'd love to help you. Sounds great. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe on the air with us this morning. Thank you for joining us. Time right now, 9 o'clock, you're tuned in to WGNS Murfreesboro.